<laughs> no <laughs> snap. Was <laughs> <laughs> either island or your cheeks? One of them clapped. I don't know. <laughs> you talking pretty brave. I'll clap yours. Yo, it's a in. Oh my god. Um. Well, back to the show. Uh, you want to take it away, Richie? Well. How's it going, guys? My name's Richard. Welcome to the Dude Beast Show. I don't know if that first part's gonna make it into this intro, but even if it doesn't, <laughs> if anything, there'd be a better outro. It would. It would be so cool because it shows how goofy and fun we are, not serious and lame like Jose. No, I'm just kidding. Welcome back to the show. If you can see my camera, I'm doing the whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa! <laughs> it looks like he's trying to break dance on the floor. <laughs> But no, what's up, guys? How's everyone doing? How's everyone been? What's uh, what's new with you? And then let me tell you, Richie, not great. I almost got shot by the cops a couple days ago. Why is that? For what? I got some shit on this too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was getting home from work, and um, my my next door neighbor moved out, so it's a empty house. So then I guess some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently some shit popped off from a cops and they were in a pursuit and homeboy got out of his car and fled on foot and they didn't know where he where he was at and behind my house is a is a middle school track so he could have been anywhere so they brought out a helicopter and it was like flashing lights everywhere trying to find it and um i just heard commotion outside you know and i i went outside thinking like oh shit well like i hear shit outside and i don't want to be outside but i know i got to take out these trash cans because it's trash day so I'm gonna try to get it done now. So when I went outside, I made it. I made it out halfway through my yard when the helicopter shined its spotlight at me. Just doof. I look up, and as I look up, two cop cars skirt up on me and come out guns blazing. No shit. Really? Yeah, they just they were like shining it at me, and I was like, whoa. What's going on? Like, they, just, they saw that I wasn't the guy. And they're like, go back inside, buddy. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just taking out my trash. I was one wrong movement away from ending up on T-shirts. It was bro, so they had, bro, they had the cuetas on you? They actually Dude. had them already drawn. Yeah, they had them drawn. Get back in the fucking house! <laughs> Was it was it like just the little pea shooter handguns or, or did they have the AR-15s? Because usually when they're chasing um, someone like super serious, when I saw AR-15s. so when I saw them, I saw I think I, I saw I'm pretty sure I saw uh, like a tack light on the handgun, but then when they I saw them breach the neighbor's house to get this guy, I saw some guy with the AR-15, and another guy with the pump shotty. No shit. Yeah. So, dude, I I think if like. I, if I would have took off running just because I got like scared or something, that that would have been it. They would have fucked your shit up. So you know what? Um, actually, got two. Now I'm thinking about this. I it's been a long week. So early in the week uh, on Tuesday, I was working in like uh, Ontario Chino area, and we we were finishing up the day. We we're picking up, getting ready to leave, and all of a sudden, all these cop cars start like zooming past us. And I didn't think anything of it at first, you know, because it was only, like, maybe, like, four or five. And you know how cops are. They usually kind of, like, roll in packs when they try and, like, bust someone or pull someone over or whatever. Mm-hmm. So as we're getting ready to drive back home, like, another another group of six cop cars roll past us. Another group of eight cop cars roll past us. Another four cop cars roll past us. And then three cars roll past us and one SWAT truck. 
And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> holy shit. They're probably looking for that guy, Jose. <laughs> so, <laughs> so apparently what ended up happening is that someone in, like, the Chino area had shots fired. And um, and I guess they called it in or some shit. And so Chino PD wasn't playing no games. And they just brought everybody. They brought the whole pol- the whole squadron. Everyone from uh, Chino police showed up. <laughs> and it, it was a big deal. And then on Thursday... Um, more of like a near-death experience actually i was working in fontana and i was setting up and uh i didn't i didn't know originally what happened right like i was checking my closure and i had pulled into like where i had shut down the road and all of a sudden we start hearing like and it sounded like a flat tire and at the time i was on my phone texting But my windows for the truck were down, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And so I look up, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck is that? To my rookie. And uh, all of a sudden, we see this Escalade, like, just hauling ass. And so he starts weaving in and out of traffic, and he ends up going onto oncoming traffic. And we're like, what the fuck, dude? Did you see that? And then, it, like, even though I wasn't a part of it, have you guys ever had that effect where, like, time slows down? Where, like, you're oh, just, yeah. you're, like, taking yeah. in so much information that, like, it feels like time slows down? Anyways, that happened. And I saw this truck, like, barrel down the street for what felt like five minutes. But it, it only happened maybe, like, 15 seconds. He went all the way down the street. He, he went head-on collision with somebody. Hit another car. Flipped onto my aero board. Then hit a transmission pole, which, if you guys don't know what those are, it's just really big electrical poles that have really big, like, or high, high like, elect- electricity going through them. Just know that they're really those big and they're cheap, mostly made right? out of metal. What? No, hell no. Those are cheap. <laughs> hell no, those- that's gonna set you back like at least a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, <laughs> so he so he hits two cars, hits my aeroboard, and then hits a transmission pole, ends up in a ditch. And then apparently he was like he ran, but the reason I say it's near death is because where he hit my aeroboard, I was gonna stop and f- adjust my taper, but I had told my rookie I was like, "No, nah, fuck that. We got more shit to do. We'll come back and do it later." <laughs> it actually turns out that homeboy was tripping like hard dude because he had been i guess withdrawing from some type of drug that he was taking and so i guess he got all fucking hopped up on mountain dew and for whatever reason there were just cops like just right around the corner and i guess he saw the cops and he fucking just tripped out he stole his mom's car which was the escalade he backed out of the driveway like a madman bent the (laughs) bent the fucking gate so it made an l shape like you know that that l shape in tetris they you know so anyways look like that and then uh he, he hit a car on the way out, almost went over the fucking center island. Then as he's hauling ass down the street, he hits another car. Uh, somehow he gets, like, yellow rope tied up around his fucking tire. I, I don't know what the fuck, dude. But it was it was, it was was intense, man. I My my buddy, my, my rookie was really scared. He's like, dude, that, that could have been us, man. Like, we could have been dead, bro. Like, for real. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. yeah, I guess, but I don't know. I, I did also, like, eventually start feeling a little bit like that, but... I don't know. I guess we, you know, made the right call or whatever. But scary shit. Yeah. Well, Jose's story reminds me of like a little like police moment that I had too, like probably like five years ago. I was like, uh, I think we were playing something. I don't know if it was me and Mike. I was. Uh, we were playing. I think the division when it barely came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And. Like, I remember, like, as we were playing, like, I noticed, like, out of the corner of my eye, like, I had the back door open, mm-hmm. and I saw, like, 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 um, like, if someone was shining a flashlight, 
I was like, who the fuck is in my backyard? And like, I got I got up, and since I was playing, and you know, it was a pretty warm day, um, I was just in my boxers. And so I went outside, <laughs> and just my... <laughs> in my boxers, pissed, trying to find out who the fuck's in my backyard. So as soon as I came out, then, then like, a, a helicopter, like, swoops in from, like, behind my house. And, and, like, they turned the light on me, like, like the, the big-ass light, like, just shining on me. And I'm just, like, looking, like, straight up for, like, a good, like, minute while, like, they figure out, like, I'm not really, like, the person that, the, that we're looking for. And then they flew away. <laughs> Bro, I know exactly Fire. what happened. So, so either I'm on, like, one of these channel networks just in my box just looking straight up oh, at them. Bro, you were doing too good. They swatted you. <laughs> no, bro. This is what happened. They were trying to get a look at that meat. And they were trying to get they, the they, shadows they got, to cast directly so they could see the meat line. <laughs> and they, he cannot they lie about like the size. <laughs> God damn it. Look at Horny. Hey, let's, go, let's, go, let's go swat Horny and look at his meat real quick. <laughs> That's why the guy it. was driving the plane, he was just like... <laughs> <laughs> That's too big, bro. We don't want. We don't want to get our asses clapped by that. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> God damn it! What about you, but Brandon? Who knows? Did, did the police scare you too, bro, or what? Did, did bro, he is the police. Him? He does the scaring. Brandon, yeah, no, honest, honestly, that. I haven't had he any police encounters since. Bro, if you see Brandon, you know your life's about to end. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> now I haven't had any police encounters since even before I joined the military. It's been, good, like, what, 10 years? Um, like, yeah, here I see cops, you know, chasing shit and whatnot. But, like, for me, experiencing something like that, no. <clears throat> um, Near-death experiences? Uh, not, not really. You not, can't not, tell not, us. That's you didn't have a near-death experience <laughs> that one time you ate all those really boiling, hot, blazing... Buffalo sauce flavored wings from Buffalo. Mm. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I saw him do that. Near death experience doing that. <laughs> I've seen I've Brandon seen him eat lava. Do that. Nah, dude, it... he ate it and did it sweat. Really? Oh yeah. So, so he it wasn't a lie. Drink. Juan wasn't exaggerating the truth. No, Brandon no, actually no. fucking ate those things for real. Yeah. he didn't I drink the anything shirt. either. I had the sh- I have really? the shirt done in the garage actually. Um, you get... We were watching him do it, and we like the guy told him like you have to eat these, but you can't drink anything. And Brandon was like a little worried. He's like, "Oh shit, dude! This man ate them all and didn't. Not once did he need to drink anything. He was like so relaxed, just in his zone, eating wings. <laughs> and it was he, he the wildest thing. Yeah, he liked them. Brandon, you like really yeah. spicy food? Yeah, but the thing is that. The thing is about the buffalo walling sauce is they make it so spicy. I want to say purposely because honestly, in a way, they, they kind of lose money because they're giving you a shirt. Normally, shirts, what? The, the, that's what the meal costs, I guess. Like 10 bucks? But I, I don't maybe. know. Maybe maybe a little more, a little bit more. But regardless, though, I want to say I don't regret it. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it that sauce fucked up my stomach. Did you, you know get I mean? lava butt? Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I did, I did, and it sucked. But at the same time, it wasn't as bad because it didn't last that long. The thing is that um, now when I go to Buffalo Wildings, I can't eat the 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 blazing sauce anymore because it 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 just upsets my stomach like completely. Uh, I could eat regular spicy food like if I make salsa at home, 
mm-hmm. uh, spicy salsa, it's fine. But if it's like something like um, the sauce, nah. It's My just boy was lost in the sauce. Well, they made it hot, <laughs> right now, Brandon. Yeah, no, I know. I tasted it. Yeah, um, yeah they switched it from um, habaneros to ghost peppers now. Yeah, I mean, I I tried it. I actually got a little um, container the last time I went, and I tried it, and I could still eat it. It's still fine for me. It's just that I know if I try to do this the the challenge again, I'm pretty sure my stomach would not be happy at all. Would not be happy. But uh, right, I got I got a question for you guys. Um, what's everyone's experience with Buffalo Wild Wings? I'm gonna I want to get this fucking aired out. We're coming for you, Arby's and beat ups. I, I think Buffalo Wild Wings is. I love eating there, but no matter, it feels like no matter how many times I go, they can't ever do the same thing twice. <laughs> I, Wait, what, what do you million, mean by that? One million percent <laughs> like, agree with you. <laughs> I don't, I don't like eating there, about. but I, I one million percent agree with you that they have they zero can't consistency. Ever do, yeah, they can't ever do the same thing twice, ever. Somehow, some way, something little, something big, it always changes. It will never be the same two times in a row. Hmm. Like for Fuck me, them. Oh, for my Brandon. for my experience, for my experience on on B Dubs, um, I like I like going there for like for friends. You know what I mean? If I have a group of friends and we want to just eat and hang out and bullshit and drink, yeah, B Dubs is it's it's a That's spot. You know, um, but food wise, it doesn't really call my attention because there's other places that sell good wings. Like here, we have Wingstop, uh, B Dubs, and then we have another one. I, I forgot their name. You're not gonna say Wingstop is better than yeah. Buffalo Wild. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying. Okay. That's just I, I'm saying that there's other places. Jose felt personally but, attacked. I do no. If any of those Wingstop fucks that works here in Pomona is what, hearing this, please. <laughs> Tell me something, because <laughs> that place, oh, it really depends that, on where you go. Started. Honestly, it really depends on where you go because Wingstop here is actually pretty good, and I and I get that completely, in a sense of like, for instance, where I work, since I'm a cook, um, people have a lot of mixed mixed feelings about going to eat to the restaurant and stuff like that. And it's because uh, sometimes they say, oh, yeah, every time I go there, it's a hit and miss on the food. It's like because it depends on on the cook. Like you, every person cooks differently. So um, and, and I get that every and also it has a lot to do with management. It really does. Um, whoever's the manager, if they don't give a fuck, if they're just there for a paycheck. OK, that's the, the that's the quality of food that you're going to get. Um, and it's the same thing I here. Um At- yeah, go ahead. At, uh, at the same time, I was gonna say for the price, it's really not that bad, and it's a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. We, we Are you still talking that. about Wingstop? Yeah, no, no, no. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Oops. bro. For the for the price, for the price, and they, the time. Dude, every Wingstop I've been to, maybe I gotta leave the state for this. They can't ever cook a wing right. I feel like it's never done. It's like they give me rare chicken wings. Oh well, wow, that's how you order them. That's, I don't. That's, that's I the, never do that. <laughs> All right. So here's no. here, here's where I got beef with both of these places. Number one, okay. fuck Wingstop. No. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wingstop is oh. okay, I guess. Oh. Fuck Buffalo what Wild Wings. Oh. Their shit. Their shit always shows up cold. We're never getting sponsored by them. Fuck them. 
every time I've been no, to Buffalo no, Wild Wings, we will their be food, sponsored by them. Their food shows up <laughs> to my table cold as fuck, dude. Fuck them. The only thing that I like about Buffalo Wild Wings is one, the fucking Irish trash cans that I get. Every time I've gone Uh-oh. and gotten one of those, those things are fucking fire. <laughs> and two is just hanging out with my friends while there. They're, what about the potato wedges? Mm, Man, yeah, fuck your potato, potato wedges. Honestly, honestly, that crispy um, chicken sandwich, bro. That crispy chicken. No, bro, trash. that shit still shows up fucking cold to the table. How yeah. the fuck am I supposed to like gauge if it's good if it's cold as fuck? And then if I send it back, it's gonna come back fucking cold again. So what the fuck's the point? Mm-hmm. But Wingstop. So here's okay. So Wingstop is obviously not like the best. I think it's a really good middle of the road option. And I mm-hmm. think that they got some pretty good, um, like, buffaloes or sauces. Not buffalo specifically, but they got sauces. And I think their fries are a lot better than Yeah, they're lemon Wild pepper Wings. fries, too. Um, their fries don't compare to the po- potato wedges. The wedges. No, yeah. My, <laughs> my only beef with Wingstop, though, is that I was, I, I was on Twitter one time. And this, like, lady fucking aired out her store. And basically, like, fucking Juan Carlos, the cook in the back, was, like, sweating up. A storm and like dripping his sweat into like the sauce oh. and the wings oh. while he was tossing them. Oh my god! And they and they had like pictures and visual evidence of this happening. And ever since then, I've been like, if I think too hard That's about wing so... stuff, like I don't want to eat wing stuff. Bro, <laughs> it's that extra salty flavor. <laughs> yeah, you're getting the extra marinade up in there, the Don Francisco you marinade. All... <laughs> you know, for for my experience, honestly, I'm not personally, I'm not good at frying foods. Um, I know a lot of my, my black friends that I work with, uh, I, I've learned from them, but I still can't get the fucking hang of it, you know? So, um, it's, it's kind of like with every race they like, they have their specialties, you know, like for Mexicans, they're really good at making Mexican food and all that other stuff. And obviously Southern food is like with, for Southern people and stuff like that. And, and I know that here for the wing stuff that I go to. Um, the cooks are, are black, so I, I want to say that's why Wingstop for me here is good. Maybe they know something good. about frying. <laughs> I, I, these for me, heads over here don't. So you know, I don't, I don't know about that because have you, have you guys been to Donahue's? Not the shitty ass one yes. of Pomona, the Stop. OG gangster one, one. one in Ontario. That's good one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just because they have mashed potatoes doesn't one. make them better. But the yeah, shitty one in Pomona, <laughs> the Ontario location. So, anyways. <laughs> The owner of Donatos is white in Ontario, and that man knows how to fry some chicken breast. Oh, yeah. That, that chicken is amazing. Because and he was his... taught by the people in Pomona. In Pomona. Exactly. I'm saying that anybody can learn and stuff like that. It's just like, uh, for me, I'm just, I, I've been put in other, in other sections where, like, um, I don't fry stuff or I don't do any southern food. For instance, I just learned how to make... Um, green color greens like a year ago and, and you know i've been in the army seven years you know <laughs> so that's Hell what i yeah. mean that's what i mean like i like because every time i did a sofu meal which is southern food um mm-hmm. I, I was always put on another section because all my other friends were or my co-workers would just take over they were like oh no i'll do the the mac and cheese oh no i'll do the ribs I'll, oh no i'll do the fried chicken and i'll do the catfish and you know i'm just like Okay, well, I want to learn too, but you know, but it, it's fine though. But I, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm like, I give props where they 
whether it's deserved. And I say, like, here, our wing stop is actually not bad. It's a little greasy. Catfish. Now I'm kind of curious. How many of you guys have had catfish? Catfish well, is bomb. I, I obviously had. My dad Juan, has catfish. I, I think like, you're the old, think you're the old man out right Juan, now. You had catfish? Juan has... No? No catfish from Juan? All right. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, when I eat catfish, it surprisingly doesn't... Like, I can't really do fish because, like, like when my dad... My dad's a big, big fish guy. So he'll do fish, like, at least once a week and stuff. But, like, when he does, like, a fried fish or, like, another kind of fish he, like, bakes and stuff, like, it's, like, it's too fishy. That You know that taste, that fishy taste? Mm-hmm, I, yeah. Like, it grosses me out. But catfish is, like, the one I don't taste that from. Mm. You know what's funny? Like catfish so are nasty. They eat everything. <laughs> They're the pigs of the fucking freshwater lakes. Dude, Some of them are catfish saltwater, but... tastes good. Catfish is good. So do, I, um, I think it uh, depends. So lobsters. What happened with? Yeah, Bro, I'm gonna go fishing. Mountain. I'm gonna go catch us a bunch of fish, and we're gonna eat them. Okay. So hey, I got... when are we gonna go fishing again? God damn it! When are we gonna go it. fishing? Again? Hey, you know what you, you guys really come mean over is here when you're and gonna throw fucking <laughs> weights in the trees again. <laughs> yeah, my boy sucks bro, at fishing. Bro, I don't know why he wants no, to go no, back. No, no, fuck you guys. You guys know I'm the shit. You're just trying you know, to catch the leaves out there. He's casting backwards, trying to catch branches in the air. No, <laughs> I've never done that. Juan no, has no, thrown has his that. hook and his weight into the lake and hit a fish with it. And knocked it out. At least I didn't throw myself into the lake like Mike. <laughs> he, <saw laughs> he did throw God himself in the God damn it. So, Richie, I heard you have an interesting topic you want to talk about. I heard you, you brought something. Well, all right. So, like, I was going to ask some really, like, deep conversation starting piece, but I man, fuck that. <laughs> so I'm going to ask something a little bit more fun that I want to actually, like, have a little bit more fun with. So I was listening to a podcast on Friday, Thursday, Friday, one of, one of those days. And basically, uh, the question came up, would you want to be one of the first people... Like, assuming that we make it to Mars, right? Would you want to be one of the first people on Mars? Or would you wait until it's, like, colonized and then go on to, like, go to Mars? The argument was that if you're one of the first people up there, you can kind of start, like, laying your claim to the area. And you Mm -hmm. can kind of start, like, establishing yourself. And then, you know, when people get up there, you can be a mafioso of space. I'm the Don of Mars, you know? Like, whatever the fuck. Or would you rather wait and then kind of get there once it's safer and you know whatever but then at that point you know maybe the resources that would be would have been abundant are not as you know readily available what same time it's a what's up it's a one-way ticket too so it's you you can't come back so i was watching (laughs) think about that (laughs) so i was watching i was watching uh the joe rogan podcast with elon musk right so that's the actual Uh, podcast so um so you'd, you'd be able to come back it would just be like every two years they're they're designing the SpaceX is designing a, a rocket that would be able to go to and from, but they'd have to use like the orbit of the sun and shit to get there properly. It would take it'd be a six it would be a six month trip to get to Mars, and then it'd be every two years you'd be able to come back, but it'd be another six months back. So, uh, so I think it's kind of interesting. Like, would you would you Dude. be one of the first in space? And that's just, like you know that's like yeah, it'd be hard work. 
but you'd be able to like cut out a piece of space for you or would you rather just say fuck it and just try your luck once it's been colonized dude my mindset on this just changed completely i was before all you just said all that i was down to go to mars but then you're telling me it's a six month trip there and back yeah bro I mean, it's Bro, not. I <laughs> it's not like two I hours. I can't do three hours to Vegas anymore, dude. I hate that drive. Dude, I can't do six <laughs> months on the road. <laughs> so you're gonna stay in fucking on Earth? But they probably <laughs> yeah, they probably stay here. Never go to space. Hopefully, bro, all they're the probably rich gonna have a bunch of Mars. space McDonald's out there, bro. You go. <laughs> well, it's eventually gonna become more affordable, and if they offer you, because they're gonna, I'm pretty sure they're gonna offer quality of life once. Once it's all colonized, they're going to start offering, like, hey, you get a, a place to stay, you get food, you get a job. If you come here for X amount of time, and then if you want to go back, we'll pay for you. Or something like that, you know? Uh, kind of like a contract, in a way, for, like, kind of like military-wise, where you sign a contract for X amount of time, and then once it ends, you have the choice either to stay or to go. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I, I would kind of be down to go. Yeah, Go ahead, I, I'm sorry. I would be really interested, because then like you, you could learn every fucking thing there is. You'd be like, I fucking colonized a fucking planet. Mm-hmm. What the fuck a did you do? Fucking... <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but like but the, building the, it the from pitfalls. the fucking ground. <laughs> the pitfalls. I think you're underestimating a planet, bro. If, if you didn't plan correctly and you didn't put enough fucking supplies on the plane or the space rocket, yeah, the rocket it. ship, space rocket. If I, if you didn't put enough supplies or like the right combination of things on the rocket. You could die, right? <laughs> yeah, and that and that and that doesn't mean that just because you make it to Mars you'll live. That's what I'm saying. It's 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 a cool you know, uh, it's, it's a, a cool risk. question. It's still yeah, a risk. yeah, it's it's yeah. the risk versus reward, right? Like, mm-hmm. to to be the first ones there. And I'm not talking about like the first, like the second or third ship. I'm talking the first ship. You'd be pioneer. You'd be the Christopher Columbus of fucking Mars. You'd go over there. You'd you take his shit on the... Oh, man. <laughs> I'm talking well, about... I'm okay. I'll stay uh, oh, oh, poop talk, poop talk. <laughs> God damn it. You'd be the first uh, one to take yeah, uh, a, a space leak. We got, we got. God damn it. I got, I got uh, right Obviously, now. so so this is hypothetical because obviously for the first uh, ride, they're going to take their best people, right? Um. So hypothetically, for let's say let's say Juan. Let's use Juan as an example since he's... Oh, no, you don't oh, take the Juan. best people. you got to take one dumb fuck. Well, I mean, I well, out of out of all the people, best people, there's always people, that dumb ass people. <laughs> but anyway, take a mix. let's just let's just use this as a hypothetical example. Let's say Juan and Jose, since they're both of our engineers here. Um, ah, one smart they, person, one dumb fuck. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, perfect example. Perfect we'll example. We're not gonna, we're not gonna say but, who's a smart one, so you guys, you guys get to be. But um, for instance. Uh, going there and stuff like that for what we know of mars like the the, um the atmosphere is a lot thinner than earth's right there's no uh protection for from solar radiation and all that other stuff plus the the dirt or sand or whatever is fine super fine to the point where like uh whatever they put on the uh, on mars to protect themselves has to be super sealed and they have to continuously clean i guess the inside of it because sand dirt or sand is still going to get in somehow um plus like the oxygen it, there's no oxygen right that that i know yeah, of that, there's there's it's very there's gotta be some well what they were saying is that they would terraform they would terraform mars and yeah. then <clears throat> like elon musk was saying that they terraform it and then they'd create micro suns on the on the poles of mars 
so that way they could melt the ice caps which mm. would then you know bring like water h2o or it would bring oxygen hydrogen and then you know water so they could start you know making life happen so the, like, yeah it, it, it the thing is, is I just think it's kind of neat, right? Like, would you be one of the first to go into space, or would you would you be like bitch and scared? Because a lot um, of people are like, not Mars. And, th- I would and this isn't like go a, to the moon. This isn't like a money question. This isn't like you know you have to have the money. This is if you if you have the chance, whether it's lottery, or whatever, who cares? If you had the chance to go to Mars and be one of the first people up there, would you do it? Yeah, it might be hard work. Yeah, you might die, but you could lay your stake to like a big chunk mm-hmm. of land in Mars, dude. And I think that's kind of what we're fighting for, right? Like. Like that's you know the wild west right there, dude. You know you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen to Mars. Some kind of crazy ass shit can happen to Mars. Hit the landmine and you know like you you, you run into like a really valuable resource and oh. it's right on t- you know right under your land. Bam! You're making you're dude, making space money. No we're making units up there, So one day we're just gonna be up there. Say me and Juan get in dispute because we're over here like big balls trying to claim our stake. Like this is my chunk of land. This is your chunk of land. There's no authority. He's gonna fucking kill me. And they're gonna show up. They're gonna show up in two years. Like, hey, like we left two of you, motherfuckers. Where's the other one? The aliens, I don't know. Like, the aliens got him. <laughs> there's, there's definitely aliens. Well, the well, aliens like, started uh, pegging him, and they got him, and then he died. Pegged him. The I, I don't know. I think for me, since I've already basically signed my life away in a way. For seven years, <laughs> I I think I for me, if I think about it now, if I had nothing else here, yeah, definitely. If there was nothing holding me back, yeah, I would definitely go. Um, yes, I'm not the smartest person. Yes, uh, I could I could be part of the one of the workers, but um, but definitely I would I would make my life in Mars. Not not because of uh putting my stake down and claiming land and all that stuff. It's yeah, mainly I mean, because. I'm making a difference because if you think about the way that Elon Musk is thinking, he's not thinking about being uh, um, claiming land and becoming rich and all stuff. He's already the richest man on Earth. Uh, maybe yeah, he'll become the richest man on Mars, but it, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> the the point the point that he's trying to make is that he wants civilization or humans or you know us to advance. He he's actually been one of the one of the people currently that has made big changes and big steps into our society one was is he started it off with tesla tesla nobody believed in electric cars and stuff like that nobody really cares about the uh environment until he came and started making making changes now everything's going electric so uh, well well there were electric cars in the 1970s yes. Yes. and 80s but they were they were Fucking they were not reliable. I think General Motors no, made the no, first one. No, it was the EVA. It was because it was because the, the oil one. companies were suppressing all all that stuff. They well, yeah, there to be. They were yeah, lobbying yeah, against it. <laughs> yes. No, yes. Yeah, it, yeah, it's understandable. But it has a lot so, of things to do. Yeah. So Elon Musk's uh, like his motives for this is not like as altruistic as you think. So he the reason he he's like proposing that we go to space is because we're gonna run out of resources here on Earth, right? We're fucking Earth up, and and the next like logical step is well, if Earth is fucked, let's get the fuck out of Earth and we'll go to Mars, right? So it's not that he's like, yeah, we're gonna travel to space and we're gonna learn and we're gonna be cool and then we're gonna colonize everything. It's it's just hey, no, we're yeah. out of shit, dude. And I think that it's it's a good thing because he's pushing other companies like his to be more competitive. Like that's that's the whole reason why com- 
competitive between companies is really good because okay let's say he goes to let, let's say once he's on mars yes there's resources and stuff like that but those resources are eventually going to end obviously we're not going to be around for that that time and age and stuff like that even when resources here on earth end we're not going to be around but regardless though thinking of, of the future um eventually we're going to need to go further and find resources but because of what elon is doing i feel like it's going to push technology and science to be able to for us to invent something that could take us further and faster if possible you know well, what i mean and- in the podcast, he was saying that he expects to be going to and from Mars by 2030, 2032, 2032. So that's like not that far out. It'll no. be within our lifetime. Yeah. So that's, that means he for sure has a plan. He's not letting us know about. But like, th- there's there's another piece of this. Like, you guys don't see like the how how crazy of an opportunity this is. You're not only just being able. To go to fucking space, which is badass in itself. Something that 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 very very few people can do. Yeah, unless yeah, but it's unless not for you, everyone. Yeah, but but at the same time, you're going with other people. You're not going. Yeah, by but yourself. it's not for every. Like, I couldn't be away from like my friends and stuff. Like, yeah, you can. For two years, you you, you, you could bro. You could. You would adapt. You would adapt. Yeah, no. that, yeah. I not think anyone Mars. can adapt. You could uh, adapt. You, you'll make friends over there. Yeah. I'd love to go to space. Like, if we were to the moon, yeah, like, let's let's do it. Why the but, moon, like, though? Mars? Why the moon? Well, the well, moon well. is so much smaller, and it's, like, kind of trash compared to Mars. <laughs> you know, Mars has more potential than the Mars fucking moon. Mars has... I think I think the moon is like Chino Hills and Mars is like Fontana. God damn it. It's, it's, it's still gonna take you time to get hey, to the whoa, fucking whoa, moon. Whoa, what whoa, the whoa, fuck? Whoa, whoa. And, and, <laughs> and that's a fucking shade on Fontana. Fontana is nice except for when you go south of the fucking baseline. <laughs> fucking asshole. That's a lot of Fontana right there. <laughs> so, what are you trying to say? <laughs> They're gonna install fucking liquor stores with the gang of Arizonas and hot Cheetos everywhere in Mars. Bro, could could you imagine being the first space liquor? You'd be a pioneer, bro. You'd be selling Cheetos in Mars. You know how badass yeah, that'd that be? Would be true. Yeah, no, for also, how, like how, I said, there's no authority. People are gonna run up in my store and jack all my shit. Know, now, th- now that you mentioned it, that, be, <laughs> now that you mentioned the, uh, the the first liquor in space, I, I really do wonder how how the molecular structure is going to affect because of the environment in Mars, how different it'll be to make it. Because you well, know like, how how it's completely... Well, if you terraform the motherfucker, it'll, it, it should be fine. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. Because that's, that's what the intention is. The intention is to yeah. terraform it to make it similar to Earth. I know they can't like replicate it 100%, but... It'll be close, I think, if they get to, to what they want. Yeah. I, don't, like, I really don't see the point in trying to change Mars... I like I, I I'm just wondering why don't they keep building more and more technology and not to just, get to it to to improve how how far we can go. I think it's like one because of like one or two options. So oh, t- there t- are plenty of other other planets that have the same kind of like structure that Earth has. Mm-hmm. Now and, for me my 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 uh my curiosity Juan to pick your brain. Um. Uh, in your senses, you're basically done with school. Tell me your the your the realism in your your way of thought on, onto this whole thing. What do you think is better that they should do, or not? 
better but like what do you think would be recommended for them to do in the sense of like that you know a little bit more of like the situation that they're in like um i know that like for instance richie has given us enough information about what they're going to do using uh x x amount of uh, technology to terraform to do mini solar like suns and all that stuff and whatnot um you just said you, you like you they don't have to terraform instead of advancing they should advance their technologies uh what else do you think that would be better for for them to do or what do you think that elon has thought of but hasn't um put it into their plan one big thing you got to think about when they do this all behind the scenes is always money like everything you do is always about cost efficiency i think like again you're saying elon isn't about making money this and that godlike but like it's always money revolved like you can't he's not gonna whatever is the cheaper option they're probably gonna ride with that well yeah that's what they're doing that's why he invented (laughs) his uh space i think that's what that's why they uh, they tell you like oh yeah we're here for the quality of life of people to self like we're gonna protect people whatever's the safest way and there's a there's codes for that but yeah, they're yeah, gonna do the bare let, minimum let's not lie to ourselves i think you hit the uh, nail right on the head it's a money thing obviously it's 100 percent a money thing they're going mm-hmm. to space for resources right so yeah uh mm-hmm. the people who can afford it will be the first ones out there they might but not, at the same like, time they, well, they so, like so, elon invented so should, his um uh the reusable engine like the rocket engine mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i mean yeah he's saving money and ha- well, to go to space and stuff but I, I, in, well, I'd in like a way. to answer your, your question your, like the question you posed to Juan uh, yeah. so I think there's one of two things one they fucking terraform it and they get oxygen you know they create a, a an, uh, an atmosphere and then we can breathe so that way we don't have to like do what my next uh, suggestion would be and then the second one is like in every sci-fi movie or every sci-fi book you've ever read they have like those glass or plastic or whatever fucking domes that are just big domes mm-hmm. you know what I mean <laughs> and you live inside that shit and then you put on your spacesuit and then you walk around fucking Mars. So I, I think there's one of two things. I think in the long run, I think the oxygen one where you where you tear you make the atmosphere, you you give it an atmosphere. I think long term that's probably the best solution. So then that way you don't you're not confined to the fucking dome. Uh, well, two, they're still learning about it too. So it's gonna be remember everything in the engineering world, <laughs> everything that I've been taught, everything that just put me through school, is the same thing over and over. They will give you a set of codes of like for the safety the well-being of the of the people but people will literally try to get by of with that code of the bare minimum for cost efficiency mm-hmm. like no matter what you do when they give you a project and they'll leave it open to clients or whatever and when they submit it they will look that you reached their your code that it's safe according to the code and then they will look at the cheapest option every time it's always about efficient cost efficiency yeah yeah definitely. always and what i'm thinking about with this situation is um they don't know much about it so it's going to be kind of like evolution like we're going to have to go out there and see what works what doesn't how we can improve on these things yeah so if the if the bubble is what starts it cool take the bubbles up there and see like how far that gets us and if we see that hey like we're gonna there's probably problems the bubble's gonna have that we don't know until we're there with the bubble yeah, but like, oh yeah, we're gonna have to terraform. There's plenty of fucking problems on Earth yes. before we start fucking with Mars. <laughs> and the resources and the amount of money that man makes is is would be 
I feel like if you reinvested it into the earth, it, it, it would be much better than than going through all that. I could still see the 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 whole space flight thing. I I could see I could see him wanting to do that, but I cannot see him like why go through so much trouble to terraform it. I really can't. I think space is unlimited potential for anything. We if yeah, space is infinite, then resources I, I, are saying... infinite in space. You know what I mean. So the faster you get out there, the the faster you can, you know, qu- have a quantum surge in fucking resources, right? So I, mm-hmm. I that's what I think because uh, with his he so Elon Musk eventually says so the main goal of like branching out to Mars is to eventually set up like um, base or like satellite bases on each planet. And then there'd be, like, planetary travel, right? So you'd be able to go from Earth to Mars to fucking Neptune to Uranus or to whatever. You know, like, some of these planets you probably wouldn't be able to because maybe they're gaseous or whatever. But you know what I mean, right? Like, they'd be able to travel to and from certain planets. And they'd or their moons or space. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think well, that would be... I still think about, mean, like, the whole thing with Elon Musk is, like, how you said. Obviously, there's, it's, there's some money that he wants behind it. Like, there's always money. Well, yeah incentives but i do think that it's like it's cool that he's trying to look out for the well-being for the future generations and stuff but and if i were to put myself in my in his shoes for a bit i would think that i'm doing this to like put myself in the history books like i'm the man that did that like i'm I'm enshrined as a legend forever like i was the one that did that i think that's more the what's driving him because like you said he doesn't need money yeah i don't think that he's he's trying to leave his legacy Like, obviously, he's so? left a great legacy so far. I don't think that's his, like, motives. I, I really don't think he's... I uh, think that's what it is, bro. Because, like, obviously, he's had a great career. He's leaving... Like, everyone knows who Elon Musk is at this point now. Like, he's done so many things. But, like, he then he becomes, like, that motherfucker that got us to Mars and, like, named Mars Elon Musk now. Think about it. Like, <laughs> We're he's, in he's Elon going Musk. for the legacy. I think it's neat. I, I I definitely agree that he's a special individual, and I, th- I definitely agree that he's pushing um, a lot of technologies. Uh, mm-hmm. Electrical car is probably one of them. Um, dude, that's badass. I mean, I like driving uh, like a gas car, but I would not mind driving an electric car, especially when like the sport model of his like four door sedan mm-hmm. goes from zero to sixty in one point nine seconds. And the more I think about it, the more like I would appreciate a car that drives itself to and from work or to like mundane tasks. You know, when I, I think driving. It's fun when you want to have fun driving. Does that make sense? Does that yeah, make yeah. Does that something? Does that make, okay. Where you just want to drive around and really have like no place, set place. No care in the world. But like yeah. enjoy the mechanical feeling of driving, right? Since I drive a stick mm-hmm. shift, like there's more you know attention to detail, you know, like with your RPMs and shifting. But I think driving is really fun. But sometimes I don't like. I don't want to drive, dude. Like fuck that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I could punch in coordinates and then fucking knock out and then the the car would wake me up when i got back home or to my location like that would be nice for me or if i could watch tv or enjoy coffee or something in the car uh i would i would not mind that so maybe saying using this technology in automation we could make a lot more things that are um physically demanding from humans and just move it onto robots yeah that's another thing that he could he could still be doing and he could pursue more aggressively here than, you know, wasting his resources going to Mars. Legacy, bro. Legacy. Well, see, like, that, 
he's still doing stuff for Earth. Like for instance, he's just re- uh, they're just well, releasing um, the what's it called? You're, you're, the internet. Uh, I, I kind of feel like this is that whole like, what's the name of the, the Apple founder guy? Uh, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah. Like I feel like this is kind of like think, like he's getting all the credit even though it was like a bunch of different like, oh, yeah. super duper smart engineers who mm-hmm. but that's the, the, that's the that. badass yeah, thing about being the head of the table. It's because well, he bro, brings he, them he together. Bought, he, he he bought his way. Yeah, in, bro. he's the head of the table. No, so if that's you don't it, like it, leave. He'll find so, someone to replace you. It's it, so that's yeah. the thing though. Like, for instance, let's say I make a company and I tell Juan and um and Jose to to join me to help me out to to make this company i'm not an engineer but i'm good talking to people i'm good making deals and i'm good at doing all this other stuff and and i know that both of you have potential to make what i ask for you like if i tell you uh i need i need you to make to figure out how to make smaller solar panels that produce more energy than these bigger ones can you do it and you're like yeah it's possible but uh, I'm just saying it's a yeah, hypothetical yeah, yeah. question. Uh, like it's possible, but you know there's there's a lot of errors and trials that we're gonna go through. And I'm just like I don't care. Figure it out. I know you could do it. You know what I mean? And then I tell Jose, Jose, he's working on this. I need you to work on this other thing that's gonna help him figure that out. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, um, yeah, he he's that leader that basically gets the talent and has the people that are smart enough and talented enough and also have the the motivation to do it and and he he said it himself if you don't have the motivation and the drive to do something your your ass is going to get fired mm-hmm. you know what i mean well i personally don't think it's a bad thing to be the head of the table and like not essentially i mean in a sense to people that don't know i guess he gets all the credit but like mm-hmm. to people that like read into this shit you know it's not him like you know, there's people in the behind the scenes that are fucking genius. Yeah, that are doing all this. So like, they get there. I think they're okay with knowing like, out there they know there's people out here giving us credit. Yeah, it's kind of like perfect example. I mean, he uh, does credit Edison. for people. You know, he tells yeah, them yeah, all he time, does. You know, like he now, works with really uh, brilliant people. You know, so that's like, the difference between him and Edison. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of people still think that Edison was the one who invented the light bulb, but it's not. You know, he bought the pat the patent, and he just mass produced it because he was a good he was good at marketing. He was a marketing genius. Now, um, mm-hmm. la- now comparing him, uh, Edison with Nikola Tesla, you know, um, you know, my respects, my hats off for Nikola Tesla. He was a fucking genius for a lot of things that we have nowadays. Uh, people don't get like now they're starting to credit him, but before it was like, oh no, Thomas Edison, Thomas Edison. No, like it. it it's really sad how, how, yes. how his 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 life went on after he gave so fucking mm-hmm. much to the world and and most of the shit that we still use today yeah today. Uh, he 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 invented this small minute thing that could bring down bridges that could bring down fucking uh buildings and stuff like that literally and it just vibrates it gets the vibration of the same um uh, building or bridge or whatever and it and it could bring it down literally so it's just like it's baffling that like he 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 was one of the greatest minds or inventors and he's he's just now getting credit for it um and and i think that that's what um elon musk is getting inspiration from all these people from from the past and stuff like that 
and he's actually since he has the resources since he worked so hard to get to the point where he's at by making space a uh, space x making um the sun i forgot the other the solar panel uh, panel company and then the tesla company like all all of those were about to fail but like he pulled out you know because he he invested so much and he put so much into that those companies that he had faith in it I wonder. I wonder what he would have to say about uh, Elon Musk and all this stuff. Who? Um, Tesla. Oh, oh, Nikola. Nikola Tesla. Yeah, because like he, he's someone who 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 done everything. Because like like I, I think in, in the beginning he used to like fucking just dig ditches for for <laughs> Edison. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, I'll dig this hole. Yeah. Yeah. Until That's he me. he came up with the uh, what's it called AC. AC and uh, Edison wanted to take it for him, but uh, Tesla uh, he made a he made a deal and and Edison didn't want that, so he started like uh, making him look bad and shit. That that's just like scumbagish. I mean, I could I could give props to Edison for being a good uh, marketing guy and bringing bringing to light all those good inventions, but um, but for the 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 motives that he did for with Nikola and stuff like that, it's just fucking horrid, dude. So it's just I think uh I think it takes a lot of like a, a special trait to be able to bring a, a lot of people together and to work together towards a common goal. Um if you can if you can if you can do that, if you can bring, you know, a lot of talented minds together and you can keep them all on the same track and you can have them all contribute to a specific thing and you you know, you create something, it's it's beautiful. Um you know, this this podcast is one of those things, you know, where we you know I think it's Brandon who approached me, you know, and then, I, you know, Jose, and right now Brandon's kind of doing a lot of the main leading for the, for the podcast, and so it's cool that he's, you know, he's brought it in, and uh, for me, you know, I'm doing a lot of stuff uh, in terms of, like, my brand for Twitch, you know, I just actually got a new editor, and, like, dude, it, it's it's kind of a lot of work, like, I was actually feeling really overwhelmed, because you gotta, like, you gotta vet all these people, you gotta interview them, you gotta talk to them, you gotta see their work, you gotta do all this shit, and you know it kind of goes unnoticed you know and then at the end of the day you know a lot of people you know had their hands in the cookie jar to make something special happen so even though maybe elon's the only one kind of getting the recognition I, he he definitely lets people know that hey it's not just me doing this i have a lot of like talented engineers i have a lot of really smart people doing stuff so i think it's special i you know sometimes it's fucked up that some people don't give recognition and the person in the history books is someone who didn't really like impact shit but I think those types of people are needed. Uh, a good leader is needed to kind of rally everybody and get everyone together. Um, There's actually a topic that Jose had told me about last night that I kind of want to talk about because it kind of relates to all of our upbringings. So I don't know if you want to take it away, Jose. Uh, do you remember um, your topic from last night? Was it about um, like how you parents would um, teach their like not teach kids, but like if they weren't like obliging to their schoolwork they'd get their ass beat <laughs> yeah but i think, like, it, I, think I think it was a little bit more broader than that i think it was like um did you ever get your ass beat as a kid <laughs> and did it work did i think it, work? i think it was a lot more distilled it was like hey did you guys ever get your ass beat as a kid and did it work <laughs> yeah because i personally Apparently. i got my ass beat a lot for not doing schoolwork <laughs> and stuff dude i stayed getting my ass beat but like it, it, it for sure like it obviously doesn't affect 
people the same way like some people will get their ass beat for not doing school work and after that like man fuck that i must take a stand i'm never gonna do work you're gonna have to beat my ass till i die and then but like for me like it for sure got me in the right path to like do school work and stick to school work like not that i fear the ass beating anymore but like it just got into my brain like that's just what it, what i need to do so i guess the first question is would you hit your kids if they're doing bad shit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think the first question, would you hit your kids if they're doing bad shit? And two, yes. do you think it positively affects them? I, I don't fucking I know. I don't know, I don't know how to address this up. It does it positively affect them in a way that I don't fucking know. Go for it, Juan. Go for it, bro. Studies say that um, hitting kids doesn't make them, like, it doesn't make them act better. If anything, it makes them more aversive to getting caught. Really? Mm-hmm. So would you hit your kids? Ah, uh, fuck. I don't know. I don't think I'd hit my kids. I uh, I, nah, I kind of got hit as a kid. So. I don't, but I don't think I would. But I'd leave it hovering in there just so like like uh, maybe he'd as hit a threat me, or maybe like <laughs> yes, you, yes you'll catch these hands you'll never know but maybe one day and yeah, then like you, one day you maybe don't you don't really know yeah, yeah. I, I feel know. like I need to pay it forward Jose <clears throat> <clears throat> wants to beat the shit out of his ass he's gonna go strip a fucking electrical cord and just beat the shit out of come here yeah, I, I bro, get like him I with the celery. Get him with the celery, bro. You know that shit works. <laughs> bro, <laughs> celery. Me a lot of sick ass moves I can pull out. <laughs> I mean, I've caught it from a lot of shit. I've caught it from the chancla. You guys know what chancla is? Yeah. For those of you who yeah. don't know Spanish, a chancla is a sandal, but it's not just any sandal. It's the one that your mom wears all the time. So when she hits you with it, it has more power because it's imbued with her essence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Damn>. Spiritual pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and if you think you can run away, you know, moms are notorious for being able to snipe you with the chancla. It, it flies straight to your head. Uh I've also I've been hit with a branch before, that should hurt. And then I've been hit with a broom. A wooden broom. Like the stick, a wooden stick. That yeah. shit, that shit hurts. And then I've caught the spanking. That was not fun. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I, I, you know, do you guys think that, like, you taking away things is a good punishment? Because I got, all, like, everything taken away from me, and I just was like, I... man, fuck that shit. I don't care. <laughs> like, I had my TV no, taken yeah, away. You, I had my still, Xbox you, taken you away. No, you care. Like, you know, like, I, to the point where I was, like, living back in the 1940s, I, I, had, a, I had an alarm clock Bomb that doubled as a radio. Yeah, I had an alarm clock that doubled as a radio, so I just turned on the radio and fucking just chill out. So, you know, like, do, do you think it works? I mean, I, I don't think it works. It didn't work for me. Like, taking shit away did not work for me. So, so for I me... I think it's more about what Juan said. So it just really depends on how you raise your kids, really. Like, I understand once once you get to the uh, teens, I guess, more the rebellious phase, um, it's compl- it's a little different because it's kind of like that. Like, uh, you take their shit away and you're, they're like, oh, I don't go fuck. Like, take it. So, but it's more of, like, how the environment they were raised, like how you talk to them or, and stuff like that. Because, for instance, uh, with my ex ex-wife, uh, it really surprised me and really pissed me off how the way she talked to her mom, but like like fuck you mom and all that stuff. Like goddamn dude, like if I had talked to my mom like that, like immediate chancla or a slap. Are you, you saying that I mean? you would have gotten beat? 
<laughs> oh yeah, definitely, hundred percent. I'm not saying that I haven't gotten beat, but so does hitting uh, the kids work? God uh, damn it. it! It works to to I I want to say they worked for them. I want to okay, so to I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. It worked for them because it imbued fear, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, <laughs> with fear. <laughs> <laughs> So are you trying to justify beating kids, Brandon? So it's just said, like, that's why I say hit those little motherfuckers. <laughs> that's why I said, Tell them, Brandon. That's why, that's why I'm saying these kids up. That's why I'm saying it worked for them. But the thing is, I, I have to put my I I have put myself in my mom's uh, shoes before because being a single mom with three kids and her not being home all the time to be able to educate. Her kids the way she wanted to um, was the reason why she did it you know now if if for in the future if I have children and stuff like that obviously I'll do my best to be there for them and to be able to uh, teach them you know certain things and, and try to have that vision of me in them that like okay like this is my dad I'm not gonna disrespect him or anything like that but at the same time, like you have to put your it, like if you put too much of that, I feel like they, they're just going to be like, oh, it's just not, it's just my dad. They're going to be very lenient about it. So like in a way, you got to like have to show them like, don't fuck with me because I'm your dad. And I'm, you know, I'm going to beat your ass. Sorry to bother. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, yeah. know. I don't know. It's, so it's very. It's a, say this. Go ahead, Brandon. Go ahead. No, it's just I was just gonna end it like this. It's just it's a very hard topic to say because, like, um, if you don't show discipline to your kids, they won't they won't give you the respect. They won't know how far you'll go. Uh, you know what I mean? Because if you're very lenient, they're just gonna be, they're just gonna think that they're gonna get away with it. So I, I don't know. Here's here's what I got out of this. Um, I took care of my baby brother for a long time. I I I, I babysat him from. When he was born to about four years old, I give or take. Uh, for me, my experience with him is that kids are like dogs, and that might be like a weird analogy, like kids are dogs. But the, if you're not constantly setting boundaries and then following through with your threats, they're gonna like they're gonna know exactly where your fucking boundaries are, and they're gonna keep pushing and pushing and pushing until they 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 know that they can get away with more shit. So I, I don't know that you necessarily have to beat, you know, your kid. Because I got hit, you know, whatever. And, and I think it helped when I was a kid, you know, because it kept me scared. They put the fear in me, like, oh, no, it's my mom. <laughs> if, I, if I do bad shit, I'm going to get hit. But I think the older you get, I think it, uh, it, it, it kind of goes down to what you had said earlier about, uh, I think the morals, I think morals and, like, values are really important for a kid. So if you if you start, you know, showing them and helping them understand the stuff like that, and you know, like you're really consistent with them in terms of like what they can and can't do. Yeah, especially now, like become a better. He want to try some math. <laughs> especially now that like we're older, and like we go through experiences, and you're like, oh fuck, I remember when my mom said this, or when my dad oh, said when this. When it comes back on you, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh my god, yeah. So and it's then you're just, just like, like that. That's what makes. That's what, I guess I want to say that's what uh, it makes like parents a, feel good. Like okay, yeah, I, I would taught say, them well. Like, like I would say that's like a sign of like of you just getting to the same place where your parents were and that shit is a kick in the ass dude mm-hmm. 
that shit is a kick in the ass. Doesn't it suck? <laughs> but thank you for spending this hour with us. Me and my co-host bid you adieu. Suck our ass. <laughs> oh my god! What the hell just happened? Did we end the podcast? <laughs> I, I think I think we're ending the podcast. All right, guys, this has been yeah, a fun. Yeah. This has been a fun podcast. Uh, we talked about beating kids, <laughs> but we mostly talked about going to space and. Uh, I was about to say Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, no, we mostly talked about uh, what the Elon Musk. Neil Elon deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> 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 Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, but it's been fun. It's been fun. So uh, thanks, thanks for showing up. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I don't even know what next week's episode's gonna be. I hope you guys had a good time. Uh, this has been Richard. If you want to find me, you can find me at uh, RCH Rich on Twitter, and you can find me Twitch TV, Twitch.tv forward slash RCH Rich. Gonna plug my shit. If anyone has anything they want to plug before we end it, you can do it now or whatever. Hold your peace. Nah, we're good. <laughs> Jose, Wait, what did you- Jose wants to get picked up by FaZe Clan. FaZe Clan, if you're listening to our podcast, Jose wants to become a e- uh, professional esports guy. Uh, uh, yeah, he's if anyone needs any engineering uh, people, we have two amazing engineers in the podcast. One in the name of Jose, one in the name of Juan. And then if anyone needs some amazing production stuff, Brandon is an amazing person Photos. who knows how to do a lot of things. So, yeah. Video. But. Photography. Kissing. Magician. <laughs> Spicy thing eater. So before we call it, actually, here's one last question. Um, oh. Boneless or bone-in? Mm. Uh, bone-in. Bone. If, if you want bone go get chicken nuggets. Yeah. Grow up. Yeah, bone-in. <laughs> I feel personally attacked. Yeah, grow up. I like chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Have a good day. <laughs> 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 Fucking assholes. <laughs> All right. Bye.